You're listening to the Finding Your Future in Food Systems podcast, hosted by the North American Food Systems Network. The North American Food Systems Network is a professional development association for people working to strengthen local and regional food systems. In this podcast, we present different businesses and organizations across Europe working to develop food systems in their communities and across the continent. In this episode, we'll be talking about the University of Gastronomic Sciences with Francesco. Our goal here is to introduce organizations that you may be able to learn from and get involved with. Now let's dive in and meet our guest. Okay. Hi, I'm Francesco. I'm Francesco Anastasi, 32 years old. I am a former student of the University of Gastronomic Science, and I'm currently working at the university as recruitment manager. Uh, I'm originally from Sicily, Italy. Uh, it's a beautiful place where food is a great part of culture. You know, it's very important for us food as Italian, but in South Italy, it's, you know, warmer people. The food is so important. The culture of food is so important. So when I firstly applied to the university, I discovered all new world. It was what it was outside my comfort zone and my my you know food culture and, and so on uh, and after you know i graduated at the university i worked in the presidency office and in, uh, in institutional relations and the slow food movement uh, with the president carlo petrini and i got in passion thanks to the university thanks to the study trips that we that we do uh, i got in passion with cacao and coffee and uh, from 2015, I started trying specialty coffees all over the world. And I'm currently opening also my, my, my roster in Turin with, with a direct trade from Colombia. Oh, and amazing. yeah, and that's it. It's a, you know, it's a mix. It's a mix of things and passions that, you know, pump inside myself. Uh, and food is, you know, food is very important part of my life. Not just in terms of passion, but also in terms of our times, uh, you know, the timing that gives to my life in terms of health, in terms of sustainability, of in terms of also uh, how what what I can do for the future generation, what I can do for myself, for my generation, and for the future generation. Just cho- uh, choosing something better in terms of uh, production, uh, sustainability and so on. So it's very important. It's a matter that really times my life in my, in my, my daily life. And I think it's, uh, it's fantastic. I have this passion, you know, I have, I, I, I always say I have a double, I have a double enjoyment. I have the enjoyment of the food, you know, when, when it enters in my mouth and I have the double enjoyment, you know, in my seeking, in my mind, in my, you know, spiritual, when I am enjoying a very good food or a very good situation around food. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. And could to you, what do you think food system is? Could you define that kind of phrase of food systems? Yeah, it's not an easy question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very open, you know, statement, food systems. Uh, but it's a very important for us to understand, I think, that we are in a complex world. We need to understand complexity. The last 50, 40 years, there were... Uh, yeah, we as society, I would I would say more as Western society, uh, we focused a lot about specialization. You know, you have to be good in one thing and one thing only, 
So you, and, and what is happening today in the companies, you know, uh, also the companies currently are changing this model. No, they were from competence to soft skills. You know, you, what, you know, once you have, you have to be good to, you know, to be an engineering or to be a marketing manager. And, you know, that is your part. Nowadays, it's much more about understanding the context, understanding the complexity. And I always say, for example, the, the, one of the best, you know, things that university left me is the power of uh, understanding the context. So you can, you know, con you can talk with an economist, you can talk with a producer, you can talk with a historian. So it's really understanding the complexity. So food system is complexity. It's understanding all the links, all the connection the food has when it's produced, when it's consumed, when it's stored, when it's mm -hmm. moved from a place to another, and understanding how all this connection gives us you know, gives us a, a way to, to understand that food, a way to understand that food and to, you know, and to do a choice. I would buy that food or no? I would buy the apples that come from the other part of the world, even if, you know, it's an it's a organic apple, but, you know, it comes from Argentina. I don't know. There is always, a, you know, a choose that we have to do in food system. This complexity also means that how really, you know, I think one of the big questions is how, how much really the food systems impact to the world. And if we look of all the connection the food systems has, the food systems, you know, have, uh, the impact is huge. We need to be much more responsible on that. We need to, you know, look forward and look into what is, you know, what's behind the food, what's behind. And I can, you know, I, I can, I do myself with coffee, for example. There is a very, very easy, well, today it's a commodity, for example. Coffee is a commodity, it's not food anymore. And for example, I know my producers. I know exactly the cost. I know exactly what they're, what they're facing when rains come in a different season and how this will affect the production and how, you know, all these things are part of a product that will be consumed from, you know, someone that maybe will not understand what's behind, but at least uh, tracing, traceability, tracing and giving the right information. It's an important step for understanding better the food system to normal people, to, you know, general, to the general audience. Yeah. And for people that have never really thought about traceability or kind of thought about food in this way how do you think that will become you know more popular or more of an interest to people or for those that kind of just look for coffee for example a lot of people just go to the store grab the coffee that's closest or maybe the cheapest to them how do you think that would change in the next five to ten years I I always say that there's some part of the coffee chain yeah mm -hmm. so dark that we need to turn the light on <laughs> There is, you know, there is the huge necessity to turn the lights on on so many, you know, dark spots of the different food chains. Mm -hmm. And this is what traceability does. And when someone starts to trace the product and show to the general audience, at, you know, at the very end, there will be a part of this audience that is interested to understand and is happy to know what is behind, what is eating. And so 
about that we are lucky that there is always more interest. The new generation are more interested about sustainability, about knowing what is happening, you know, understanding how we got in this situation because we have so many benefits, you know, coming from the last generation, but we are also uh, the heritage of the last generation sometimes could be scary. Uh, if we think about climate change, if we think, you know, so many things that are not going the right path. And, and so there is this huge interest in understanding how we got here, what's, what's behind that. So I think uh, this is changing the market. And when, you know, it's a double faith thing. Change the market means, you know, good news for us, good news for the people who is fighting. At the same time, changing the market means also that the companies, they look an interest to be more traceable. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good way. It's a good thing. It's a good thing uh, also if the market change in a different, you know, without maybe without the ethical push, the ethical sprint, but they do, of, of course, for profit, they do for the market. But I think there is always more an influence also in the big industries and the big companies about the importance of uh, how our food is impacting the climate, uh, recycling products and sustainability of the food chains and so on. So it's important. This gives us the, you know, uh, the, gives us the, the, the way to put more information in a level and, you know, to always more understand about our product hoping that we, this will take us in the, in the right path for, for turning on a lot of lights, yeah. for turning on a lot of lights, <laughs> so many different uh, food chains. Uh, and I can name a few like livestock production, you know, livestock, if we talk about, you know, cows and chicken and pigs, what are, you know, all this kind of livestock for the pollution and for the timing, you know, the timing of growing this, pigs of chickens uh, we can talk a lot of you know food uh, commodity chains like coffee like wet like like corn and so many other things that we need to we need to turn a bit of the lights on and especially i think especially to give the right value to the producers yeah. because there is a bit of uh, not understanding, not not having, you know, not seeing because it's a dark room. You cannot really understand what's the right value for a producer, what is not. So I think it, turning this light uh, is very important to make you understand. Oh, we're just giving like a few cents to the to that man or to the woman producing that. No, it's that's not fair. So we hope this will be also the reaction to the, of the market to this, uh, you know, to labeling, to traceability uh, and so on. I'm very, you know, optimist on that. I'm very, you know, we need to be optimist on that, even if, you know, big companies are pushing a lot, but uh, we need to be optimist and try to influence as much as we can, the, the company, the big companies to, to change that. Yeah, being optimistic is definitely the way to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so now can we talk about the University of Gastronomic Sciences? Could you give a little bit about the history of the school and what the school kind of aims to do and what makes it so special? 
Absolutely. I, I love this part because there is a big connection between what we were talking about and what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because the University of Gastronomic Science of Polenzo, we are in a very small village, a remote village uh, close to during 150 kilometers from Milan. So we're talking about the north, northwest of Italy. And the university was funded by Carlo Petrini, who also is the president of Slow Food International, a movement that defends three important pillars. There is biodiversity, food education, and food advocacy. And the creation, you know, the idea of the university comes from, you know, this kind of pillars, comes from a certain point of the life of Carlo Petrini and the life of the movement, so the food, they were in a very good moment. Good moment. They started in 1987 in Italy and 1989 international level. After more than, you know, 11 years of promoting good food, regional food and so on, they, they did a switch. You know, something happened and they understood, oh, to promote good food, we need to absolutely to defend, you know, producers, biodiversity, and not all, you know, all the food chain that we were talking about. And how do we pass all this information to future generation? How do we change the world? And so I, I, I was not here, but I worked, you know, a lot with Carlo and, you know, I, I sometimes I picture this, I picture, you know, this image of Carlo and the first thing that was left would say, how do we change the world? You know, some ideas pop out and, you know, we can do the things, we can organize first all over the world, we can do marketing and so on. And Carlo said, what, what about an academy? Why don't we do something to teach practices that, go, that goes in the, in the direction of, you know, good food and understanding? So in 1997, he started to ask, you know, a few friends, a few producers ask, you know, uh, looking for some feedback, you know, what do you think? What is... And it was also a good timing for, to, for, to that, for you know, to do that because, you know, it was before 2008, you know, the crisis and all the things, you know, there was a, still, the economy looked so healthy, you know, in Italy in 2019, 19, uh, 2000. So in 2004, they, they officially funded the university and the University of Gastronomic Science, also this name, it's very important that, you know, the science of gastronomy, gastronomy, it's a complex matter as the food system. Uh, I think for us, gastronomy is the word to uh, translate a food systems. Uh, gastronomy is a complex matter. Gastronomy is all the things about food. It's chemistry, when you have to cut your food, you know, and put in a pan with olive oil and cooking. It's history. It's geography, where you know that food come from. It's food process, you know, how how what's the process? How do we do that? But it's also philosophy, anthropology, it's also economy, it's also, you know, political economy. How food is is influencing and lobbying, you know, how companies are doing lobby you know, to change and to influence, you know, in the markets some products. So the University of Gastronomic Science now uh, more than, more, almost 20 years, almost 20 years, was founded in 2004. And it's, it's beautiful starting all these matters, you know. So we have food as a central to topic, and then we have all the subjects around 
So we study, we study food at 360 degrees. We have three pillars. One important pillar is food, of course. So the didactic part all around food. The second pillar uh, are the study trips. We believe in this uh, didactic approach of understanding what you are studying, looking at that, knowing producers, knowing companies, and visiting places that will change also your your expectancy, that will change your life when you know after you see that. Especially, I would say, especially for us, the Western world sometimes is so easy to go and uh, call for a red wine, you know, in our fancy bar or a good a good cheese or a good coffee. After you see a plantation of coffee, maybe, and after I saw a plantation of cacao in Ecuador during one of my study trips, I say. Man, I, I need to understand a, more a lot about this this topic because it's it's I, I couldn't believe that there were producers that didn't know the taste of the their chocolate. Wow. So that's insane. Yeah, that's insane that, that is what is still happening today in, in Africa. Absolutely. A lot of people they don't know the taste of their chocolate or their coffee. So and maybe that you know that bar could be that is sold for 99 cents in the in a, you know very important brand in the supermarket or sometimes could be a very high level or you know middle level chocolate and they don't know the taste of that so so study trips are very important for us and the third pillar is community we are in a small village we are in an international community. We have students from all over the world. We are still Italian. Sometimes we have Ita Italian manners, but we are in, in an international community. We are so proud of that because I think international student students, you know, have been teaching us a lot in the last 20 years and are still teaching us so many things and sharing and exchange between uh, the students, you know, Italian students and international students, but international students are, and, you know, the resident staff and, you know, and also the local community in Polenzo in the, in the near city of Bra. It's very important. You know, I've been teaching us a lot in the last 20 years and give us a powerful network of people that I, I, I always say we speak the same languages. We speak the same languages. Yeah. 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 So it, sometimes, you know, the Spanish, you know, Spanish, uh, speaking people, you know, uh, English speaking people, Italian, French speaking people. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, if we ask for a producer, or if we ask for a restaurant, or if we ask, you know, for a, a good podcast or, a, you know, a good, you know, a master or an article, you know, we know what they mean. We know what, you know, the other people mean. So it's so beautiful to have this community of people. And we we are aiming to make them more and more powerful also because the goal was having students that in you know later in the future could have crucial role in you know in changing the food system so that's a that's i think that's the important role you know one of the best goals that we have as university of gastronomic science yeah and so can you you mentioned it's an international school but could you kind of go into more of who studies there and who can attend and what type of programs do you have in terms of undergrad or master's or graduate programs? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have uh, currently, you know, we can change, we change some products also looking at the market. 
but currently we have let's say around nine ten programs we have just one undergrad undergraduate program it's a three years bachelor in gastronomic science and culture i would say it's the more vocational product program you know it's people 18 19 years old if we are talking about yeah italian european students so we also have a student you know that 30 40 i i i personally i had a colleague there she had 65 i i loved her she she was really <laughs> she was <laughs> focused on that and for us it's a very vocational program because uh, it's gastronomic science it's what we mean for gastronomic science so it's the years they study as i told you the food of 360 degrees so from food production to geography from anthropology to ethnobotanic from you know philosophy to nutrition so they have a bite of all these you know different subjects and after three years there is people already going the you know in the job markets people that still you know keep studying you know maybe a specific topic people that decide to do you know other things and so this for us is a you know it's the core of our program we have 104 spots available every year. Then we have uh, a graduate program and uh, food management and, sustainab and sustainability uh, is much more focused on you know, the companies and you know, the, the impact that we can give uh, in a company. So it's a graduate program. It's a two-year graduate program. What in Italy, we, we call it magistrale. It's, it's what 120 credits is what you need if you are looking to go over for a PhD. And then we have, currently we have six master programs and it's so much fun because we have, it's all, we say the oldest programs, the graduates are gastronomes, yeah. but there is specific, you know, things that change from program to program. So we have a master in food culture uh, and mobility. We have a master in food culture, communication and marketing. One in agriculture, uh, agro in agriculture, one in wine and spirits, one in uh, new food thinking. There is all about creativity, education, art, and and we have also one in. I think this is you know this the last one is very cool. <laughs> one in applied gastronomy and culinary arts because in you know in all my explanation about the gastronomic science, I didn't mention that we are not a cooking school. <laughs> At the end of the day, we are not a cooking school. Yeah. Uh, because we believe a lot, you know, cooking schools are, you know, it's something different. We believe, we believe in food, all, in all the other part of food, in all the theory of food and so on. I, I would say for the uh, Anglo-Saxon world, it's much more food studies, what we call it, food studies. But this master in, in applied gastronomy and food and culinary arts, it's going through and really understanding the process of food. So cooking fermentation conserving and so on i would say it's beautiful eating pizza in italy if you go to naples you know and understanding <laughs> the instagram you know instagram mobile pizza uh, pizza places in naples but it's much more you know it's much more cool understanding how the gluten net will affect your digestion after you eat all pizza uh, you know during the night in naples you don't have to wake up in the you know during the night and drink a lot of water just because <laughs> of a you know bad fermentation of the pizza or you know 
the master in applied gastronomy started these kind of processes and, and that's the only master, you know, it's the only program that we have where there is 50% of theory and 50% in our food lab to make, you know, the, our, you know, our approach is very, you know, experiencing approach so to make the students understand what they are studying. So those are the program currently in, um, in our university, you know, September, September, October for undergraduate and graduate three-year graduate. And then we have October and March for the master programs. And I would say one of the best things of the master programs, especially, is that we have so many students that comes from a so different backgrounds. Uh, you know, there is a biodiversity of students in our university that is, you know, I, I love that. I really love that. It's incredible how many different backgrounds. When, when I was saying the students have been teaching us, I was, you know, this is what I was referring to. So it's beautiful to have people. There is an, an architect or, you know, a journalist or uh, an anthropologist that comes, you know, in passion with food and decide to understand more about food and does a master in, in world food culture and mobility to understand more about all the, you know, food sustainability, migration, uh, and, and so many topics. And also, and also tastings and also, you know, understanding food. And it's so beautiful, beautiful to have so many backgrounds at the university uh, that after one year, there would be our alumni, there would be our graduates, and they, you know, uh, influencing, you know, even if it's a, a little gold in the ocean, you know, a spill of, you know, all these things that we have to change. It's very important to us to have in so many different sectors and, and you know, and, and jobs. Yeah. So a background in food is not required for someone to want to attend the university? Absolutely not. I would say... Uh, in the recruitment office, when when uh, a potential student asked me, uh, I don't, you know, actually, I don't have, you know, any background on food. And I would say, are you, are you in passion with food? Why, why are you attending? I would say the motivation and the passion is the most important thing that we're looking at. Uh, also, because it's not easy to have a background in food. And I would say, uh, you know, I would say more, it was very challenging for us in Italy. Mm -hmm. to have the official recognition of the of the ministry of education because food was uh, always looked up as a, a subject that were between medicine agriculture and nutrition or or, or food law, or law or maybe economy so there were mm -hmm. you know there were programs that were you know with three different branches four different branches Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we thought was a bit confusing because for us few days, yeah, as I told you, gastronomic science is 100, 360 degrees. So there is no need of background. There is no need of uh, any background in food, but we do need motivation. We do need passion about food, about, you know, people behind food. Because, I'm, you know, I tell this to the, I tell this to the candidates. If you are coming here without passion, you know, it's it's the wrong place for you. It's definitely the wrong place, the, the wrong place for you. So yeah, we believe that it's this is so important. Also, because let me tell you, passion touches that that part of the emotional side of a human being. There is much more than a competence. There is much more 
of a resume, whether it's, you know, I'm a customer, I studied food processing. It's, you know, your eyes sparkling because you, you, you are in the right, right path because you saw that, you know, the direction for your company to support that project, support that producer. And when, when a producer come, when I, you know, and, and explain the product, you, you know, you're really, you my eyes are sparkling when I talk to coffee <laughs> producers in Colombia, I say, wow, I, I need to, I, I need to support that, this project, I need to support this plantation and so on. So that's, well, I think that's what I what it does the big difference nowadays also in the in the market in the job market. Uh, when we talk also about careers, I know uh, I, I I was telling you this. Always more uh, HR are looking for people with soft skills, with passion, you know, yeah. with uh, adaptability, with resilience. But really, in in this place, in this sector, as you know, the food sector, we need people with passion to understand what is happening, and especially because it's a market, as so many others, that is change that is changing so quickly that you need to understand what is happening, you know, and your passion has to still remain fresh and you know and and alive. So this is the most important thing uh, also for the future of the potential students at the university. Yeah. And what type of roles do you see graduates kind of go to afterwards? Like what can one kind of maybe see themselves doing afterwards career-wise? So I would say for this question, for the master programs, a lot depends by the background because there are so many students who come, they are journalists, they are economists, and they decide to go in depth of the food world to apply previous background in a, in a food system, in a food job related. Regarding, you know, the, regarding the gastronomic, the gastronomes come from the undergraduate of the two-year graduate. There could be, you know, buyers in the companies. There could be marketing and communication. There is a crucial role nowadays, social media and, you know, delivering the right message to the people we were talking about I'm sorry if I'm pushing to this, you know, this topic traceability. To uh, understand traceability, you need to deliver also the right messages through social media, through your blog, through you know LinkedIn, from whatever is your way to communicate. So it's very important to have people in that sector. Uh, we have several students that open their own projects from you know they become entrepreneur. A lot of people go in restaurants uh, sector, from catering to the wine sector, sommelier. They work in restaurants. They own restaurants. Uh, they they do you know they do some consultants for restaurants about menus and you know uh, like buyers as I told you. There is there is a you know for this kind of talk or topic that we that we touch uh, a huge market is also no non governative organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was referring uh, before previously to slow food, but there are so many local, also local organizations, and we need to add them absolutely to do some, you know, great lobbying uh, for influence the food systems. So we need people with competence, we need people with passion in the sector, a lot of passions. And there are international organizations, but there are also local organizations. 
And a crucial role would be also being a public in public administrations and so on, uh, going and you know and uh, in, 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 let's say let me say in a part of the food policies and so on. A lot of municipalities, not just in Italy, they're pushing their more people in the food policies because it's a, a it's a topic. It's a, you know yeah. the last. Absolutely. The last 20 years uh, is one of the best topics. And, and, and let me say, it passed from MasterChef to food policy. So I'm very happy <laughs> because I, need, I, know, I understand it. You know, uh, you know the, the TV shows about food, they also have a role to raise some awareness. Right. I think it's important that they raise their attention. Now it's time to go to go into the essence and you know talking about food policies traceability yeah and and food systems and food systems so uh you know i think i'm very happy to you know to be here at this podcast because that these two words are so so easy and so yeah but so complex at the same time and we need to understand more use time I, I think uh, I know it's it's care society to use time to understand, but right. we need to you know go deep on this uh, on the meaning of this of these words and understand much much better uh, the importance of these two words to to analyze and change sometimes very small things that can have right. a big impact uh, you know in all the chain. Yeah. So kind of two follow-up questions to that. So you mentioned a lot of the students come from many different backgrounds. Um, if you could give advice to someone that is maybe in a career in economics or whatever, but they're kind of thinking of shifting to have that relate to food systems, but they're not sure about that leap yet. Um, so what advice would you give to them? And then question number two is why the University of Gastronomic Sciences as compared to maybe a different food systems university? Like what makes the University of Gastronomic Science is so special. So two questions. I know it's kind of big, so feel free to tackle that, however. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, question number one. No, let me say question number two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> question, number two. <laughs> question number two. The University of Polenzo is a, is a magical place. And I think that's what there is some magic. There is some magic that was created from a background of, of people that wanted to understand a lot about food system and they had a great passion to change the world. So I think all the heritage of the slow food movements, it, it's, very, it's still very important for us because we are based in an area in a, in a beautiful food, you know, food area. We are close to Barolo, Barolo wine production, is Alba, Bar Barolo and Barbaresco wine production. Piedmont is a, an incredible you know, region for food you know it's a magical place for, for food and uh, you know also from the anthropological point of view it's incredible to visit a producer or a restaurant in Piedmont and then one in Naples I always say that food is you know for Italians food is what for Latin people is dancing and you know and and, and <laughs> you know the rhythm the rhythm it's a central uh, life. It's a central point of your life. So we have that kind of passion, and you know the, the Italy, the Italian background gives gives uh, gives that passion. And then you know this this way of looking into science and looking to food process, also with a different <clears throat> with a different eye. 
that is not the conventional way of doing agriculture, but looking also, looking especially to agroecology, for example, is looking to a different system. That is not the, you know, the real system. Uh, real is not the right word, but it's not the main system. It's not mainstream sometimes, but it's also to understand and to have the tools to understand there are different ways to do a thing. And this will impact change our food system. So we have we have this kind of things inside. I cannot say it's it's a magic place for us. And the students that that comes from all over the world, uh, are, you know, gives more and more magic to this place. The passion and you know and the, and the energy that vibe inside is so important for us. And it's touching us. It's, I think it's a, it's a good virus. You know, it's contagious. It's really contagious. And we need to, we push students to be, you know, in this way, because what, it's what we think that it's, you know, uh, change the world. And, you know, and we really believe that. I, I really, when, I, when I'm saying I really mean that, I, you know, you, you just can listen to my voice, but if you could see my face, is is I really I really mean that I I really am passionate with these topics and I believe this is the key to change the world, and this becomes you know the the question to the the answer to the first question. Yeah, they're related. <laughs> you know, if you if you are touched by my my speech, you need to come to university and understand why you can change your career coming at the university. No, but just kidding. But I think it's. I think if you come from a different background, our approach that is so uh, holistic gives you also some different bites. So from tastings to food migration, to food cultures, to food process, to visiting producers, to so many things that you enter into, you know, into the future of food, you enter, you know, in a, in this in and this sector you enter in this you know fully in this situation and you have different tools to understand that using your background to work in the food sector and i think this is a, smart, a very you know smart thing to do because food sector is so wide the, we need uh, we need people that understand economics in the food sector we need people you know that can write we need people that can understand design in the food sector. This is very important things for packaging, for, for restaurants, for so many places. We need people, you know, that, have, that understand history in the, food, in the food sector. Absolutely. We need people that understand history in the food sector to, to understand how, we, how it's going to be the future. So it's a good way. I think it's a great way to enter in the world. In one year, you will not become maybe the the best gastronome. You know, you will not because it's it's a lot of experience that you need to do in the in the food sector. Because as you know, all the wine connoisseur and all the coffee connoisseur, chocolate connoisseur, cheese connoisseur, you need to try a lot of wines, cheese, and coffee <laughs> before to to call yourself an expert. But I, I mean, a lot, really, a lot. And uh, so you will start in Polenzo. Definitely, you will start in Polenzo because also your colleagues in your in your in your program will push you with their with their other passions they have. So that's a beautiful yeah. beautiful thing. There is a lot of sharing, and so 
uh, I think this this is uh, the magic of this place stays in you know in this passion that we have, and also to open you know to be aware that food systems need a, it's a complex as I told you it's a complex matter and the complexity in also in the job market. So we need uh, people with a background in economics, in history, in in, in production, in, in engineering, and so on. So. That's a beautiful thing for us to have people, you know, with different background. We always look for people that have interesting background to join us at the university. And we are pushing to do better and better and to improve uh, always more. I invite people to have a look at our website page, our Instagrams, to understand, you know, our community and to, I hope, fall in love with our community. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I feel inspired. <laughs> And let, let me finish with this phrase. Uh, when, when there is a phrase uh, that I'm, I'm stealing from our president, Carlo Petrini, <laughs> when there is a, a, an open day, he attends every open day uh, at the university. And I always say this thing, you know, this phrase, uh, the open days or the first day of your undergraduate, they say, okay, I know that you are confused, but let me tell you one thing. You will come out more and more confused than ever after this program. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, and something you know the first five seconds you are like oh come on guys no what 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 is, what is saying but then you realize uh, after you know one year of your master program uh, three years of your undergraduate you understand how beautiful is this confusion because it's not confusion it's really that your mind you know blow up and it's more open than yeah. than ever that you wanna. That you put always more things, you know, if you don't know how to process, yeah, it can be confusing. But if you learn also to process that information, it becomes very, very important. And this is, I think, an important thing to understand, to solve the, the challenges of the world, the challenges of food systems, and to hope in a future that will be more sustainable in terms of food production. Oh. That was beautifully put. Thank you. Well, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Your Future in Food Systems podcast. And thank you so much, Francesco, for sharing more information about the university. Be sure to check out their website. And you can find us at foodsystemsnetwork.org, where you can also find all of our social channels. If you're interested in being featured on the podcast or know an organization that would be, please feel free to email us at kim at foodsystemsnetwork.org. We'd like to give a special thank you to the composer of our intro and outro music, Bo Vincent. And thanks again for listening and see you next time. No, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Uh, please have a look at the page of the University of Gastronomic Science of Polenzo, our Instagram. And we, we would love to, you know, to invite you for, for an open day, for a, for a visit of, you, of our university. We would love that. So we are here looking for you. Thank you so much. Bye. Ciao.